Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now Everything I learned from movies Helps to make life a little bit groovy With a one last plot holes a gratuitous boobies It's time to get busy with your friend Steven Izzy A soldier who lost all he fought for What do you want from me? Will find a way of life What do you want for yourself? Worth dying for the way of the samurai. Tom Cruise. The Last Samurai. Look for it on DVD. Yeah. Woo! Hey everybody, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is Everything I Learned From Movies. Oh my god, I missed it, didn't you, I? You, well, that's what happens when you're playing on your damn phone. I'm stopped, I'm sorry. <laughs> and tonight! Tonight! Uh, we will <laughs> be discussing 2003's The Last Samurai. As oh we, man. Uh, as we continue Japan Month. I had not seen this movie all the way through. Yeah? You hadn't yeah. seen all two hours and 34 minutes of it? Oh, no, I hadn't. Ooh, that's unfortunate. You missed out on a great movie. I think I kept starting it, and then as soon as Billy Connolly wasn't in the picture anymore, spoiler <laughs> alert, I tapped out, and that's like 15 minutes into the movie. See, Billy Connolly. Oh, you mean uh, Zebulon Gant in the movie? Oh my god, we just looked it up and that's his name. Holy <laughs> fuck, that's his name. Apparently, uh, Zebulon. <laughs> apparently, Arlie Ermey was uh, busy that week and so he couldn't start. Zebulon. <laughs> Zebulon. Uh, is that going to be our child's name now? Our next pet's definitely going to be Zebulon. <laughs> Zebulon, get down. <laughs> Castro Troy, stop antagonizing him. Right. Zebulon, stop pissing on the tree. Uh, but first. <laughs> Are you a little parched, my dear? I am far too sober to be talking about a three-hour movie. Excellent. Well, we travel since we're in the uh, Empire of Japan, Woo! Uh, we have yes. a nice Imperial Amber, uh, the Coastal Red, courtesy of Bear Bottle Brewing Company here in San Francisco, California. Ooh, go Bear Bottle. You guys are awesome. Yeah. Ooh, wow. 8.3%. That is Woo! Imperial indeed. <laughs> uh, we have a 32-ounce uh, Crowler. We're gonna we're gonna conquer this imperial. Indeed, <laughs> take all the red. Uh, and the pop the top. Woo! My top. <laughs> and foam everywhere. Woo! That is a happy beer. All right. <laughs> Maybe a little too happy. And the pour. Ooh. That is a head. pretty beer. Wow. Very clear, super deep red, gorgeous color. That's the color of an Irish setter. <laughs> <laughs> you 
Yes. <laughs> Make sure you put that in the review. <laughs> <laughs> the color of a puppy. It's ugly puppy. <laughs> so I'm not going to lie. Uh, just so you guys all know, I, I'm just getting over a cold. So my sniffer is not working 100% and I got a little bit of a cough. So I apologize. And by sniffer, she means nose. But um, yeah, it's got a nice light khaki colored head. Super clear beard. Gorgeous red color. Yeah, nice dark red color. Yeah, Steve's got him for the taste. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a, the, the hops. It's a little piney, but uh, nice and light and a little citrus in there, too. It's pretty sweet. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Nice, strong, um, multi background on that. Yeah, that is definitely uh, deceptively me- medium full body, I would say. Uh, yeah. Yeah, pretty potent. You get a little bit of alcohol burn on the back end. But yeah, just a good, well rounded flavor. Probably a little. A little rye or something in there too, kind of balance it out. I could definitely get drunk on this beer, Steve. Indeed, I intend to. <laughs> and drinking it for the next two and a half hours as we watch your last samurai. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, last samurai, two thousand three. Uh, comes from director Edward Zwick. Uh, you may know him from, from such wonderful movies as About Last Night, uh, Glory, you know the Denzel Washington one, uh, Legends oh. of the Fall. Courage Under Fire, The Siege, This, uh, Blood Diamond, Defiance, Love and Other Drugs, and his uh, most recent, also paired with Tom Cruise, Jack Reacher, Never Go Back. The Jack Reacher movies were not awful. I I enjoyed them, even the the second one. Uh, So, I'm not gonna lie, I enjoy a Tom Cruise film. He's never bad in things. Yeah, okay, so uh, Tom Cruise, of course, the star, uh, Nathan Elgren, um, but yeah, he... He does really good in this movie. He acts. Yeah, he does great in this movie. Overall, this movie is just too fucking long. Like, <laughs> I just like kept staring at scenes that should have been like long, beautiful shots and just kept going like, tighten it up! Tighten <laughs> yeah, it up! It's like, all right, we get it. Japan's <laughs> awesome. Um, we should uh, we should move on. What's, what's going on here? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, definitely. I mean, the cinematography and all, uh, the director of photography of this movie, just amazing job. It's absolutely gorgeous. It's everything we want to see in Japan. <laughs> However, I got a fun fact later on. <laughs> I have to say, too, Ken uh, Watanabe. Watanabe, it, yeah. He really is the star of this movie. He absolutely is. And Tatsumoto. He's an amazing actor. Why is he not in more stuff? I mean,. You know, he's in stuff, but yeah, definitely not enough. Um, yeah. Let's see, who else is in this? Oh, Peck is in this movie. Uh, yes! William Atherton, in the opening scene, he's a, uh, what, a Winchester salesman or something like that? Um, <laughs> he, he basically ends up firing Tom Cruise. Um, so, okay, so yeah, we start the movie. It's uh, 1876. Yeah. Uh, Tom Cruise is a, an old vet from the Civil War who's basically kind of retired or is just kind of a drunk now and uh, helps sell Winchester rifles. Uh, uh, he's at a <laughs> he's at a nice little demonstration uh, with all the people <laughs> gathered around yeah. and he just kind of goes to town and just starts firing <laughs> randomly <laughs> and basically quits. Um, but yeah, he's just kind of fed up with life, having uh, little suicidal tendencies. And then he gets uh, a alcoholism, yeah, a little yeah. PTSD. Yeah, a lot of that, a lot of, a lot of the night terrors. Um, but then he gets a job uh, from his old commanding officer, played by oh uh, yeah Tony Goldwyn, who plays uh, Colonel Bagley. 
great douche in this movie, but just a great oh, actor yeah. in whatever he's oh, in. Oh, such a good actor, and yeah, he owns just being the douchebag of this movie. Yeah, I, I love him in movies like Cuffs from uh, when I was younger. <laughs> uh, and I was like, oh man, why is he not in things anymore? Is he still acting? Oh yes, yeah, because he's been in Scandal for the last six or seven <laughs> years, that uh, TV series I'll never watch. Um, <laughs> but I'm sure he's great. <laughs> oh sure, yeah, I'm sure he's the best part. Yeah, I, I'm sure he's president. Um <laughs> Uh, yeah, Billy Connolly. Uh, but yeah, basically his uh, old commanding officer comes and says, hey, um, I got a job with uh, Japan, basically coming in and training their army. Uh, they got a little rebellion thing going on. We'll pay you ten times what you're making now. Um, it's going to be great. You're going to get a 500 a month. Yeah, yeah, 500 a month. Which, it's one of those things where it's like, wow, that's a part-time wage now. Yeah. Oh, back then, that's like, probably yeah. 10 grand a month or something like that i mean oh yeah that's decent yeah. work especially for a military man oh yeah a uh, military drunk yeah right uh so yeah so they go to feudal japan yeah <laughs> at the, end of the 19th century uh they're introduced to the king the emperor 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 that's who's right. a baby <laughs> he's like yeah what 13 14 years old maybe yeah, yeah. definitely got a got a teenage look to him um and yeah, basically his uh, what finance minister or whatever the dude with the mustache or the goatee. Uh, he's the head of the railroad, I believe. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 head of something. But uh, he basically. Was like, I know oh. he's in charge of the railroad as well, whatever he's in charge of. But yeah, yeah, yeah he's the like the head of his council or. But he something. says because uh, he says at one point, "My railroad is the priority, and you will defend it." Oh yeah, uh, but yeah, uh, so he basically says, "Hey." Uh, we've got this uh, little band of rebels led by wh- who used to be the head council, uh, Mr. Katsumoto. Um, yes, he's the head of the samurais, the warrior class. Yeah, and they've, uh, they, excuse me, ooh, Steve's got, got a whiff of alcohol there with that last sip. Whew, good stuff. <laughs> um, and yeah, basically he's in charge of training the army because, yeah, eventually they'll just have to wipe him out. Um, so they go to battle. Uh, with an ill-prepared bunch of farmers, basically. Yeah. Oh, got that scene where uh, Tom Cruise is basically begging the guy to shoot at him just to prove a point that they're not ready. Oh, I felt so bad for that guy. Like, Tom right? Cruise owns that role. The guy who's supposed to be shooting him owns that role. That is a great little piece of acting right mm-hmm. there. Like... The guy, like, yeah, so the the scene is they, they're training the regiment, like, how to use the guns and how to shoot and shoot and then pull back so somebody else can shoot while you're reloading. Uh, the, the colonel comes through and says, you guys are basically going to war tomorrow. Tom Cruise says, these guys are nowhere near ready. They're going to get slaughtered. The colonel goes, yeah, they're, but, you know, it's just by a bunch of guys on horseback with bows and arrows. They're just savages. Tom Cruise is, you know, and, and the colonel's like, yeah, the, the weaponry will, you know, will make up for their inexperience. Tom Cruise is like, all right, I'm going to prove a point. You shoot me right now. Yeah. He's like maybe 20 yards away. Yeah, and the guy's like, no, you know, well, there's a translator in between, but the guy's like, not going to shoot him. Tom Cruise shoots his hat off. Yeah. And the guy looks like he shoot himself. Yeah, yeah, shoots at his feet a couple of times. Like, he's just, and he's just freaking out, like, you know, struggling because it's like, you know, flintlock rifles and stuff. So it's yeah. like, reload, jam it down in there. More proving swatch. Tom Cruise's point that, yep. like, he can't even stuff the rifle. And then, yeah, he misses him, not by a huge amount, but... No. Just enough. <laughs> Just enough. But enough to prove Tom Cruise's point that these guys aren't ready for battle, and uh, it's decided they will march off in the morning. Yep. And so they go to battle. Um, 
they're in a forest. The fog is rolling oh, in. Gorgeous. That is a gorgeous shot. Yeah, and the uh, that's when the samurai strike, and yeah. needless to say, the samurai kind of win the battle. Uh, but they end up taking Tom Cruise hostage. Or, oh, you know, Tom Cruise prisoner. holds his own, and that's what impresses. Yeah, uh, he has uh, Katsumoto. Katsumoto. I was gonna say Miyamoto, but that's not it. <laughs> that's the guy from Iron Chef. <laughs> Kawasaki. No, <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, Tom Cruise is just like, he won't give up. Whereas, like, the Japanese warriors, like, they admit their defeat and then perform teriyaki. <laughs> <laughs> Hari Kiri. Oh. Hari Kiri. Hari Kiri. <laughs> um, I, I think Katsumoto is, it, Katsumoto is intrigued by yeah. Tom Cruise, just like, he's like a wounded cougar. Like, no matter how many times they keep stabbing him, he just keeps <laughs> grabbing shit and smacking back. <laughs> Yeah, he gets stabbed a couple times. Like it's like, oh, oh yeah. you're gonna bleed out from that, but keep fighting, buddy. <laughs> so Katsumoto takes him back to the village in Tokyo, which is just a little tiny village, yeah. and uh, forces his his dead brother's wife to take care of him. His sister-in-law, yeah, yeah. His and widowed sister-in-law. His widowed sister-in-law. Her, his widowed sister-in-law is not happy no. taking care of this drunk foreigner who's bleeding out on her floor. <laughs> is he not attractive? Or is he? Or is that something like? Is he? Is he that unsightly or something like that? And she's like, yeah, yeah, basically. He smells like meat. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's gross. But yeah, basically, over the next uh, how long was he there? Like three months. I know it was like an oh, hour of movie time. But he was there like almost a year, I Yeah, felt like through like. the winter or something like that. He was definitely that. through the winter and into the next spring. So. Um, but yeah, while he's there... I'll say you know, six he, months. Yeah, so he heals. Uh, you know, he has com- starts having conversations. He gets off the booze. Uh, he mm-hmm. starts having conversations with uh, Katsumoto. Who knows uh, a surprising amount of English and has yeah. very little accent. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, and his son, too. His son does pretty well with that. Um, and then Tom Cruise starts <laughs> learning Japanese and just kind of you know he starts off fighting children yeah <laughs> and losing yeah and then he uh he gets up to adults and starts getting his ass kicked for a while but then uh yeah starts becoming uh intrigued by the way of the samurai mm-hmm. um and realizes like yeah they're just peaceful people trying to keep their way of life and they just don't want to be they want to be the new uh new britain or you know like the yeah. new kind of modernized society which i mean that's kind of the point right <laughs> well and uh part of their um part of their thing is you know that they live with so much honor and they don't yeah. feel that this new way of life has the honor yeah, everybody has what they need they just work hard help one another <coughs> basically socialism yeah um whereas you know those with the power or those with the money rule and have the power and blah 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 and all that fun stuff uh, so yeah, it's it's you've seen Dances with Wolves, right? It's it's yeah. a lot like that. <laughs> it is, yeah. But, it, but in Japan, so you know, pretty. Yeah, um, it's Dances with Wolves, but minus the scene where he drinks the dead deer water. That's true. <laughs> um, but then eventually, uh, the samurai take Tom Cruise back to uh, the civilized world, uh, basically returning him as a prisoner of war. Um, and of course, you know. Uh, well, also the emperor has called. Katsumoto oh to, yeah for a council for meeting. a council because he used to be the emperor's teacher in the ways of the warrior and he is technically still on the council even though everybody else on the council wants him dead it's true um sorry i thought you were gonna go um oh, sorry so, yeah, so he goes there um drops him off and of course is a former colonel uh he's like well what do you know man what's there 
What, what weaponry do they have? What's their defenses? Where are they located? Tell us, man. We can crush them out like this week. Yeah, uh, we're we're gonna wipe them out eventually. So just let us know. And Tom Cruise is like, I I don't know. I was just kind of you know prisoner I, war. I, 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 was, I, I was just like locked up in a room somewhere. I, I can tell you kind of where it is, but they mm-hmm. kept me drugged up. You know, just covering for him that kind of thing. Um, and of course, at this time, it's also when they're like outlawing the samurai, and so there's oh, there's that scene with the kid, with the long Katsumoto's hair. son. Yeah, and they... Katsumoto's son is wandering through to, uh, through the capital, and they go, "Haven't you heard about the ban?" And the soldiers start picking on him, and they're going to cut his hair off, um, which is just kind of his pride and joy. And Tom Cruise goes to stand up for him, and that's when his uh, his superior officer realizes that like he's turned basically. Yeah. And so they decide to... Uh, He's gone gotta, savage. They gotta take him out, too. We forgot a very important scene while he was in... Uh, in back in uh, uh, Tokyo, in, in the samurai village. Foreshadowing? No. 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 <laughs> like, oh, that's a nice red armor there. Oh, wait, what's that behind it? I think that's a foreshadow. No. Uh, no, I'm talking about when, the, uh, when they're doing the play... Katsumoto's doing his part oh, yes. and then the fucking ninjas attack out of nowhere. The ninjas attack. The ninjas who are never explained. Like are they like a rival clan? I'm or assuming they, they were sent assassins? by the uh, the the train line owner to go take them out. Maybe, but but I don't, they didn't know where they were located though, right? No, they knew that they were in Tokyo. Oh, okay. Eh, okay, okay. Yeah, they okay, just had like they didn't know exactly like I don't know like at they the know exactly least, what their defenses and stuff were. Yeah, and, yeah that's why okay. they had to send in the ninjas. But yeah, yeah. So there's... Tom Cruise kills like six ninjas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, and you find out why uh, it's not uh, exactly a safe structure when the walls are made out of paper. Um, but... Yeah, I'm beginning to fear. So at the time that you hear this podcast, we are currently in Japan, and one of our nights we are staying in a ryokan. I, a house made of paper with bamboo floors and I'm afraid one of these parts is just going to take over. <laughs> it's just going to just <laughs> Steve for staying in a hotel made out of balsa wood <laughs> <laughs> it's like ah I've, it should have been made out of bamboo on the walls too I don't, I don't know what happened the wind picked up or something <laughs> I'm also taking a man who's taller than a door frame to a country designed for people like five foot <laughs> It's going to be fun. There's going to be plenty of pictures. Oh, it's going to be so good. Uh, yeah, I'm excited for it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so so basically at this point, it's where... Um, it's basically leading up to the final battle between uh, the new army and the samurai. Yeah. Um, oh, Kat- oh uh, there's a big pivotal scene where... Uh, Katsumoto meets with the emperor and the council mm-hmm. and everything, and he's he basically says, I, I don't think this is what's best for the people of Japan. The emperor, you know, really respects his opinion and stuff, but... But he's but not he's brave a- enough to talk up against the... speak up against the council. Yeah. And Katsumoto tells him, like, I will give you my sword and I will perform harikuri if that is what you want. And the emperor just won't give him an answer. So then that means that he has to go to war against the council to defend what he thinks is right. Yeah, well, first he's arrested. It's true. But then uh, Tom Cruise and uh, his buddy basically help break him out posing as the president of the united states yes by the way tom cruise's buddy uh the british guy who's the translator yeah I, is he in harry potter he yes i think he is yeah he plays the rat i, I forget the actor's name but all right i'm gonna yeah. look it up now you keep talking oh yeah but yeah so they break hatsumoto out um out of his paper jail 
is paper prison. Um, <laughs> it is a paper prison. And they go back to the village and basically get the, the 500 <coughs> troops ready. And they, uh, Tom Cruise tells them the story of the uh, Thermopylae and how 300 Spartan warriors went up against... Uh, exactly. And instantly <laughs> when that happened, I was like, ooh, I wonder if Zack Snyder watched this and thought, yeah, that'd make a great movie. Oh shit, there's already a graphic novel about it. <laughs> Half my job is done. Um, but yeah, so basically against oh, all Oh, we odds. forgot the very oh. intimate scene where oh, yeah. Katsumoto's sister-in-law uh, dresses him very awkwardly. Yeah, dresses Tom Cruise Tom awkwardly. Tom Cruise very awkwardly. <laughs> it's supposed to be very sensual, but um, it's just, it's it's cringeworthy. If, if you listen to it without the music or watch it without the music and the stuff you can kind of see where it'd be really awkward because he's like oh, yeah. you know slowly taking the clothes off i'm assuming he's standing there buck naked probably with at least a half boner and yeah. uh <laughs> and, and she's like you know getting down like helping straighten out the the robe she's putting on him uh i want to i want to wear a kimono Haka. everywhere i go or we like, can wear, you can rent a kimono in japan i don't know i can rent one but we can buy you one <sighs> if only it were in style here in the states Oh, honey, you could wear it to work and just say that it's your, like... It's my culture. That it's your cultural garb, <laughs> and it's racist of them. <laughs> I'm uh, Ottawa meets Okinawa. <laughs> Alrighty, so the actor we were talking about is Timothy Spall. He plays Wormtail, so the rat, uh, in Harry Potter. He also is in uh, Sweeney Todd, and you may also know him from Secrets and Lies. I did not watch that film, but a lot of people did. Secrets and lies. It's always secrets and Holy lies. Holy shit, he's in 137 things. Oh, yeah. Yeah, see, he, he pops up He's a, a good character actor. Absolutely. Yeah. If you look at a picture of him, you go, oh, I know that guy. He's chunky, redheaded British dude. Yeah. Do we want to talk about the final battle? No, it is very good. It's quite amazing. I it's, mean, a, it's, it's very good. It's shot. It's, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, sweetie, would you recommend this movie? I know it's yes. long. Uh, this is one of those movies that you need to watch, and yes, it's homework, but it's worth a watch. I'm not putting it on any of my top film lists, probably. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 a but very it's very good, decent film. It's a decent film. Yes, it's one of those like white savior to save yeah. the like fallen you know brownie culture movies, and people get upset about that stuff. But Tom Cruise acts the shit out of it. It's a very sweet story. You, it's yeah. I don't know. There's a lot of character development in it. It is very long, but it does have some beautiful scenery, and there are just there are a couple of really good scenes you need to watch. Yeah, absolutely. And it one of those things like even if you don't care for Tom Cruise. Watch it for Ken Watanabe. Watch it for Ken Watanabe. He does a hell of a performance. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I enjoy this movie. I definitely say check it out. It, it'll seem a little long, but eh. I mean, it's half hour longer than any other movie you're going to watch unless it's like Crank or something. Right. <laughs> when are we doing Crank? Oh, uh, yeah, I love the Crank movies. Um, yeah. Hey, do you like movies? Hey, do you like podcasts? If you do, then come on down and listen to the Home Video Hustle podcast, homie. Hustle, hustle. Every Friday, we talk about whatever movie PJ picks out the bag. What does that mean? Well, every Wednesday on our YouTube page, I pick a bunch of movies at random. Sometimes there's a theme to it, sometimes not. PJ picks the movie out, and guess what? 
We watch it on Friday. We talk about it for about maybe an hour, hour and a half, whatever we feel like doing. Might give you something good to watch, baby. <laughs> come on down every Friday. So come get your hustle on with Home Video Hustle. You can find the show on any podcatcher app, or you can come down to homevideohustle.popping.com. All of them in one place for you. So you can go ahead and binge it like it's Netflix. We ain't the defenders. Yeah. But I like to think we a little bit better than that. <laughs> come out at your boys, man. Come chill with us. Peace. Peace. Hi, guys. We interrupt your favorite podcast to interrupt you with an ad for your new favorite podcast. Wait, wait. Isn't this playing on somebody else's show? Exactly. So then how are we? I thought we were their new favorite podcast. Well, we're going to become their new favorite podcast after they hear this advertisement for our show. What's our show called, Justine? Superiority Complex. Yeah. Where can they find us, Patrick? Uh, Twitter and Facebook. Yeah, exactly. You can go to at Soup Complex on Twitter, S-O-U-P Complex. And you can go to Facebook.com. Slash Soup Complex. But our main page is on Podbean. And you can find us there at www.superioritycomplex.podbean.com. New episodes are out every Thursday. Justine, what do we talk about on the Superiority Complex? Nerdy stuff. Perfect. Don't get all sensual with your voice. Yeah, did you hear that? I heard it. It's a little inappropriate. If you want to hear a little more of that, tune in to the Superiority Complex. One more time, Justine, what do we talk about? Nerdy stuff. Nah, wasn't the same. You tried. Hi, I'm Phil. Oh, did someone just did someone just sign off of AOL? I'm Paul. I really don't have a lot on this. Oh my god, this is this is rolling off the rails real quick. And I'm Dennis. I I am so mixed up today. Just don't even listen to me anymore. And together we are. Well. No, not Voltron. We are Useless Debates in Pop Culture, a weekly... Or we at least try to be. ...podcast that allows you to pick the winner. <laughs> ding, ding. ding. By no means the a lamp. internet lamp. strikes again. Yeah, for sure. We will debate anything. So if you want to hear debates on such useless topics as best Val Kilmer role... Ooh, tombstone! Tombstone! Or best movie soundtrack... American Graffiti! Or the most successful former boy band member... JT. Then tune into our show. Your podcast is so well named... <laughs> <laughs> you can find us on Apple Podcasts slash iTunes, Podbean, and Google Play. And our website, uselessdebate.com. All right, there we go. Thank God. <laughs> Have you ever watched an absolutely terrible movie and thought to yourself, what were they thinking? Because we sure have. So much so that we named our podcast after it. What were they thinking? Starring me, Nathan. And Brendan. Every other week, we take a bad to questionable movie and unpack it so you don't have to and then every other other week we ate your cues with our mailbag or you know talk about whatever yeah, no big whoop no no big whoop at all so that's what were they thinking you can catch us on podbean youtube itunes google play stitcher and more on also a ton of platforms that brendan made up uh, ready for another beverage, my dear? Let's do it. All right. What do we got here? This one, ooh, this one comes from our trip uh, to Santa Barbara. Well, I guess Goleta, California. Goleta. Goleta. Uh, it's from M Special. It's their Iron Man Imperial IPA. Chester, what are you mailing at? Oh. Oh, that was that was sweet. 
Excellent. So we're going to... Oh, we got this nice little... Uh, this is about a 32-ounce uh, yeah, growler. Yeah, this is a very cute growler. It is cute. All right, let's open the top. Oh, my top. Oh, <laughs> didn't have a lot of carbonation. Ooh, that, oh, that is full. That is full to the top. There's that, no no head pressure on that's that. That's why there wasn't a whole lot of you hiss. You need to grab that cup that's behind you because this oh, one's still full. Fun fact, I haven't finished my 8.5% beer. My 16 ounces. The pour? Oh, yeah. All right. Yeah, if you have Ooh, ever seen a, uh, a a glass bottle filled all the way to the top, our bartender did us good. Indeed. All righty. Yeah, Ooh, this wow. looks like an IPA. It's got a nice, like, dark straw color, white foamy head, lots of tiny little bubbles. Even I can smell the hops on that one. Mm. Wow. I'm getting yeah. some floral on that. Yeah, a lot of floral Getting hops. some point, pine. The point. Point. The point. And point hops. Get the pointy hops. And wicked pizza. It's yeah. a wicked pizza. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, the carbonation's a little low because it's been in the growler for, what, two weeks now? But oh, yeah, that's a good definitely beer. not bad. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of floral hops on that, which is. I just find floral hops aren't really in fashion right now, and they're it's delightfully refreshing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, good um, solid body. Uh, what did I say it was nine and a half percent on the thing. Um, good and powerful. Uh, not a lot. I mean, it's a percent higher than the other one. It doesn't quite have that. Um, it doesn't have the alcohol. Alcohol burn. burn. I think it's, it's the hops more, cover it. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty damn good. Yeah. So if you're in uh, Goleta, California area, go check them out. I have to say, we visited three breweries, and they were all delightful. M Special was my favorite. Yeah. yeah all of the beers there were amazing. Yeah, Drotsman was really good, too. But, yeah, probably M Special probably wanted to uh, go hang out at more. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, great locale. All right, so, fun facts. Fun facts. Super fun facts, because fun, fun facts. Uh, yeah, this is um, this first one's one I actually wanted to bring up. Contrary to popular misconception, the title of the film does not refer to Tom Cruise's character or even Katsumoto as the last samurai. The word samurai is a plural form and is actually referring to Katsumoto's clan as a whole. Mm. I say, uh, Tom Cruise is not the last samurai. It's, see, I thought. I, see, I thought it was, was referring to Katsumoto. Katsumoto, right? Yeah. Well, and, and it's also like it, it's <laughs> often compared with Brad Pitt in the movie The Mexican. Brad Pitt is not the Mexican. The Mexican. For those of us who have unfortunately had, had to sit through <laughs> that movie, the Mexican is, uh, is the gun, gun. right? Yeah, the yeah. gun in that movie. Okay, yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, is it? It's not Brad Pitt. No, it I never would the, be Brad Pitt. I got that the that the Mexican was the gun from the commercials because yeah. there was the whole like this is the Mexican. <sighs> yeah, the display case and everything. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, yeah just like fast. the swordfish wasn't. Uh, wasn't uh, John Travolta. <laughs> right. right, it was Hugh Jackman. Yeah, yeah. we know this. <laughs> we can keep going, the, uh, folks. The offshoot of the catfish. No. Uh, another fun fact, Tom Cruise spent almost two years in preparation for this film, including swordplay instruction and Japanese language lessons. He's method. Good for him. Method as fuck. <laughs> I gotta say, Tom Cruise, I'm sure he's crazy as fuck. He seems like a super nice guy who really likes doing what he does. Absolutely. I've never seen a movie where Tom Cruise mailed it in. Yeah, yeah, I can't think of one offhand. He's always... Even The Mummy, he Cocktail? was in. Cocktail? I don't think he mailed it in. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Just because he has bad script doesn't mean he's doing a bad job. 
I mean, he's working opposite Elizabeth's shoe, and she raises everybody to that special level, so... Hey, honey, high tides raise all ships. That's true. All right. Uh, This movie uh, not only marks the first time Ken Watanabe starred in an American-made film, but it's also the first time he spoke English in a film. (gasps) Holy shit, because his English is, like, perfect in this movie. It's better than mine. I'll (laughs) I'll throw that out there right now. Um, Can we get Ken Watanabe on the show? Oh my god, I will text him like right now. I will blow him to get him on the show. I'll be sure to include that in my <laughs> message. <laughs> I uh, appreciate your offer, Monsieur Steph and Izzy. Uh, although, I'm so sorry. I marry man. <laughs> oh. You have a married woman, so we have so much in common. <laughs> by the way, that wasn't Ken Watanabe, that was his publicist. I just want to clarify that. Right <laughs> being racist you're being publicists although the although the movie seems to imply that japan's new army was trained by the americans in fact it was the prussian general staff that assisted in the modernization of the Jap- of japan's army oh so there you go those crazy prussians <gasps> the last samurai starring christoph waltz I assume he would be the uh, Dick Commanding Officer guy yes! that Tony Goldman played. Oh my god, he would be so good at that. Ooh, and then Tom Cruise, Daniel Bruhl from <gasps> uh, Glorious Bastards. I'm in. Yeah. All right, anyway, getting off topic. All right, here's the uh, heartbreaking thing. It was a beautiful movie, right? Yeah. Japan at its finest, absolutely gorgeous. Is All it the Thailand? cherry blossoms. Filming took place in New Zealand. <laughs> Mostly in the Taranaki region, uh, with the Japanese cast. And, Wait, uh, in the Taranaki region? <laughs> Taranaki, no, Taranaki, but pretty close. Uh, it was chosen due to the fact that Egmont, uh, Mount Taranaki, resembles Mount Fuji. We're going to see Mount Fuji. We sure are. We're see, when are we going to New Zealand? Uh, next. I don't know, we'll... I'll work on it. Not <laughs> <laughs> the time I can pay for my fucking Jeep. Anyway. Sweetie. Steve, you know what Jeep stands for, correct? Just empty every pocket. <laughs> All right, sweetie. What is the body count on this movie? Oh, Jesus. And this uh, PG-13 movie, I believe? I am going to go ahead and be super conservative and say 137. <laughs> Close. Uh, the official body count, 558 people. I was too conservative. <laughs> and and I'm guessing if that's the count on IMDb, that is a, like, on screen, 558 people Jesus died. Christ. Getting mowed down with guns Literally characters accounted for being dead. Yeah, yeah, it's not like, uh... It's not like Godzilla where there's an implied 35,000 dead and To Manhattan. be fair, you have to include his flashbacks and his flashbacks include killing off all kinds of them red men. That's true. That is true. Who um, killed a red man, right? Oh, very honored. Oh, very honorable people. You tell me stories. Eh, maybe another time. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of that awkward like tell me about the red your red man. I did a lot of killing of them. Yes, tell me about that. I really don't want to. Uh, the scene where the uh, the uh, translator guy asked him about the scalping and all that back in the beginning. Yeah. Yeah, Tom Cruise acts the shit out of this movie, y'all. Tom Cruise does a good job. This movie is just really long. Yeah. So, sweetie, what did we learn from The Last Samurai? The Tam- Tom Cruise is not The Last Samurai. Exactly. <laughs> Tom Cruise is not the last samurai. Um, what else did we learn? But he is the mummy. 
<laughs> well played. <laughs> I learned Ken Watanabe needs to be in more stuff. Jesus Christ, yes he does. Yeah. How is he not in more stuff? Is it because they don't like Asians on screen? That's got to be it. I'm sure he's in a lot of like Japanese movies and stuff. Like, like he was in Godzilla. Kojira. So, Let them so fight. was Brian Cranston. <laughs> no, no. Kim Wanabe was really in the movie. Yeah, I guess they were both in the movie <laughs> for like 10 minutes. You, oh, but we got plenty ooh. of the kid from Kick-Ass. Do we need to compare who has more on-screen time, Ken Watanabe or what, <laughs> Frank Cranston? What, what's the point? <laughs> They'll just make us both Because then I would cry and then more Coronas would get their limes. <laughs> <laughs> and every time an Izzy cries, a Corona gets its lime. <laughs> All right, enough of that. Uh, let's see, what else did we learn from this movie? Um, I learned the way of the samurai is an honorable way. You didn't know that? I don't know. <laughs> I, I also learned uh, killing yourself due to shame is called Hari Kuri. Not teriyaki. Not teriyaki. <laughs> Hari Kuri. Hari Kuri. Hari Kuri. Hey. Hey, how are you? Hey. 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 Oh, God, we're going to embarrass everybody in Japan, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> Up next, how Izzy and Steve were imprisoned in Japan. <laughs> oh, I was almost imprisoned in China. I was not a fan of that. Oh, mini episode. Oh, mini episode. I'll tell you that story in a mini episode. <laughs> uh, so until next time, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is Everything, Everything I Learned from, from movies. movies. Uh, and before we go, actually, a big thank you to the Movie Pod Squad. Yes, Castaways, thank you all so much. All you guys. Uh, appreciate you listening. Uh, let us know how we're doing. Let us know how we can make it even better. Listen to all our mini episodes. Tell us how sexy we look in our underwear. I don't know. I uh, also want to throw out there that I am currently doing a fundraiser at untidyvenus.etsy.com. Uh, I don't know if you guys heard or not, but Northern California burst into flames. <laughs> and uh, oh, people funny, were sorry. affected, animals were affected, and a very good friend of mine, Dr. Elaine Craig bless her she is treating livestock that have been injured in the farm specifically ruminants so four stomached animals which means goats and her specialty is miniature goats but anyway she has a whole bunch of animals that she is housing for free and treating for free she has a goat who needs prosthetics because his little footies got burned off she's got animals who have all kinds of injuries i am raising money in my etsy shop there is a print called california and it has a bunch of the animals and plants of California. Perfect for gift-giving season. Super cute. Super wonderful. And $10 from every sale is going to go directly to Dr. Elaine Craig, mobile veterinary. You can like her on Facebook. She's doing amazing work. It's I, it's not tax-deductible because I don't have a tax-deductible code. I'm sorry. But I can send you a picture of a goat whose life you saved or even she's got a 200-pound cicada tortoise she's taking in for free until her owners rebuild everything. They lost yeah. everything. She's taking all kinds of animals. She's got llamas. She's got chickens. She, I'm sure she's got cows and horses at this point. But she's just taking them in on her ranch and just feeding them all, giving them all of the care they need. So if you can, go into my shop, purchase the California print. Again, perfect for the holidays. You get to save a life. Indeed. You get to give the goats a Merry Christmas. And as the late, great Dennis Hopper once said, do it for sad goats, baby. <laughs> I think you might be misconstruing that, but I'm going to go for it. 
<laughs> Besides, they're not they're not sad anymore. They're happy because well, they're happy in Lane's yeah, house. Yeah. Yeah, do it so the goats aren't sad anymore. That's what I meant. I, I was just quoting Dennis Hopper. <laughs> do it for Van Gogh, baby. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Have a good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. And thank you for all your support. We love you.